Welcome to How Did You Do It, our space to get to know the people behind great ideas. Whether you're on your morning walk, heading to work or relaxing at home, enjoy. Your daily dose of inspiration awaits. Hello everyone and welcome back to How Did You Do It? I'm Gabby and as always I'm joined by my co-host Georgia. Hi everyone, we hope you're doing well. So today we were delighted to host Nikki on the podcast, founder of To Do Women. To Do Women is a social community which empowers females and we touched on issues that are very present in many different women's lives and also different ways that women can kind of work around various insecurities and struggles that they face and just how to feel all over empowered and ready to conquer the world. As always, chuck in your earphones, go for a nice walk and enjoy. Hi Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to get into it, but to start, what are some of the shaping experiences you've had and where did your passion for female empowerment initially come from? I guess it came from when I was like a teenager and struggling with body image issues (laughs) for as long as I can remember. Um, I think it was just, yeah, when I was a teenager, when I was at school growing up, it was all around doubt about my body about my abilities you know it was constantly the language around like oh I remember like in the classroom it was like oh who can help me move this table like where are the boys or it was just so like those little things that I remember getting so frustrated about and that's where like my fuel and my passion was like but what about me like what about us women like we're strong enough we got this like we can do it um And I just remember from like school days, it was just this like fire in me, but like, obviously I wasn't emotionally mature enough to piece it all together. So definitely from just experiences growing up that made me doubt myself. And then I was like, okay, let's try like prove all the doubt is wrong. Let's show them what we got girls, you know, (laughs) it's a cliche, but like that's, No, I love it. And how did that initial kind of fire, kind of seeing that being a female, there are definitely different experiences and like a different lived experience. How did that kind of transition into creating to-do women? Like I've been thinking about that a lot. (laughs) Um, I guess when I got back from my travels, which was in 2020, when I got back, I was so overwhelmed. And this is just like a bit of backstory um and I was waking up every day and I was so unmotivated I was doubting myself I didn't know where to look what to do because I didn't have a job I had just graduated COVID was happening um lockdown jobs were scarce and one day I just woke up and I was like fuck this it was like kind of that overwhelming um I don't know if you've ever experienced it where like all your past experiences come into your head and you're like, oh my God, these people were right and I'm never going to like succeed and I'm never going to do well and I'm too ugly to like apply for that job and I'm too ugly to do this. And it's just like the devil inside you. And I started just making like tiny little action plans every single day, like the tiniest tasks. And I remember putting in like a little self-care box at the end of the day. I was like, okay, Nikki, if you get through these tasks you can have a bath or you can do like a little half an hour face mask and whatever it was and I remember after like a few weeks I was just like a different person I was so confident I had spent all this time just kind of working on or playing to my strengths 
And then I was like, I think there's something in this. I can do something that's like connecting women, especially in lockdown. And hopefully I can help women as well. So speaking to like a few friends and a few other women and I was like, hey, do you also experience this like self-doubt thing? Like when it comes to like body image and productivity and work and, you know, guilt-free self-care, I was like, are you also experiencing this kind of thing? And they were like, Nikki, yes, of course I am. So I was like, okay, it's time. Like, let's put a page together. Let's have this as like the go-to for self-doubt where women can connect, where women can feel empowered and kind of just a space where women can work on all those negative thought patterns that they've experienced for so long. They don't know how to deal with and they don't know how to manage or get over. I think that that voice inside of our head for literally everyone can be like the most detrimental thing sometimes because I think we've all gone through phases of life where like you just like in your own mind like you are not capable like not strong enough not good enough you mentioned that the initial concept was to start this community is that what it was like what was your like first idea um for to do women like I thought I was just gonna do it for myself I didn't really think anyone would um connect or you know want to follow the page and then I was like okay once people started following the page and interacting I was like I want this to be a really safe non-judgmental space for women where they can come pour their hearts out about topics that are otherwise left unspoken or where women feel really uncomfortable to express themselves um, and talk about And I guess that was, yeah, that was my first initial kind of dream for To Do Women was just to have a community of like-minded women coming together and helping one another. I love that. I mean, you spoke a bit on what the mission was, but why did you believe something like To Do Women was so necessary? Because for me, it started from a personal experience where there wasn't a page or a community where I felt I could go to and it was centered around the self-doubt. I personally, you know, the self-doubt is what stops me from doing so many things I wish I had done in my past. And when I was younger, like I remember so many times at a swimming carnival, I didn't go and swim because I felt too fat. Like I felt too big. I didn't want to wear swimmers in front of people. I didn't want to go and run the 100 metres because of the cellulite on my my legs and the fact that they would like jiggle and the whole school would see. Like I was like, I need a go-to point of reference for women, younger, older, whoever, who have gone through experiences like me and it's just there. It's like the go-to little thing in their pockets that, when they're struggling they can just open it up and get some help yeah yeah definitely and I I think that the way you talked about those experiences that you had like at the swimming carnival Mm. athletics carnival you spoke as if like it was like crazy for thinking that but those are things that I feel like every young girl has felt it's crazy to think back on now to the past that you're like I can't believe I was so harsh on myself like I equated my value so much with my physical appearance it's it's so sad no completely completely so you had this like realization that you were going through this and your friends were also 
going through this or had gone through this kind of self-doubt um you decided that you wanted to make this page how did you go about making it a reality like what were the first steps oh my god (laughs) um mental breakdowns number (laughs) one always (laughs) (laughs) a lot of self-doubt number two um no it was it honestly was it was like little days because I had when I started it, it was in lockdown and then I had finally gotten a full-time job. Um, and I remember just setting aside like little pockets of the day, whether it was before work or during work on my lunch break, I used to like sneak off, go sit in like a little close off area so no one could find me. And I'd quickly like look for photos to upload the next day or write little things on my notes for content. Um, and just like, I don't know I just kept persisting at it and like a little by little it started becoming a reality more people um were following the page more people were asking for advice and I was like wait me like that's cool (laughs) um so I guess it was the women as well who joined the community and I started speaking to a huge part of making this a reality and, and inspiring me and motivating me to make it happen Mm. and and now to do women has quite a quite a large following how did you transition that just from like posts and providing a space to for women to feel comfortable and share lived experiences what resources now does to do women provide and could you give a rundown of the platforms to do women's across to answer the part of like how did it um grow and what I was doing I think it's a lot about communication and connection like I was constantly reaching out to the women who were following the page and trying to really interact with them also on the stories like social media is unbelievable right now so going around on Facebook or Instagram and asking questions and saying hey like come follow the page I want your advice and you know making it so it's not about me it's about the women and helping the women of what they need um I think was a big part in growing to do women I mean it's not a huge platform but it's we're getting there (laughs) uh so now on the website um we've got like a self-care tips kind of thing but it's more catered towards lockdown because now everyone's in lockdown um there's also resources on like podcasts um movies tv shows books um and also like to-do list inspiration so even if people don't have the to-do women planners I would love people to still go on the website and you know feel like they have some guidance when it comes to planning your day or trying to organize get motivated so there's a whole lot of resources there to help with what to actually put on a to-do list um so yeah those are kind of the resources like on the website but on the Instagram it's a lot of action plans and weekly action plans yeah um out of interest and for people watching the videos we know you have some merchandise do you have it close by could you show so I've got the the monthly and I wanted to make it dateless so it didn't pressure people to like start getting their shit together I just wanted them to do it at their own pace at their own time um this is the daily to-do list probably one of our best sellers and everyone asked for a gratitude box to help them when they were starting to have mental breakdowns during the day (laughs) 
Um, we've got the weekly. This is the the weekly. I love it. Um, also, um, doesn't have any like dates. Nothing on it. People can use it when they want. And then the reusable tote. So I use it for like if I go grocery shopping or to the beach, gym, my hair tools, I've put some in, um, makeup stuff. So it's honestly used for anything. Love it. We'll check them out. Um, out of interest too, what have been, like you mentioned, um, some self doubt along the way, having a freak out when you decided like you wanted to start to do women. Um, what have been some of the like major challenges that you've come across and how did you go about overcoming them and making this a reality? I think being by myself and getting this business going has been a massive challenge for me because you don't have anyone to bounce ideas off. You don't have anyone to give you that affirmation. You have to be your own hype girl and you have to motivate yourself. You have to keep yourself accountable. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges that I've found. And it's it's weird to say because I'm preaching all this like motivation and inspiration and you can do it, girl. But it is hard at the end of the day to do this by yourself. Um, and I think reaching out to my friends who have their own businesses or who have a lot of knowledge in this space or, you know, with marketing and Instagram or whatever it might be. So reaching out to girlfriends that have been so supportive um, and have that knowledge has been unbelievable and a massive help. And I guess on that as well, just the doubt, like I know this business and the community is all about overcoming that self-doubt and managing it, but it doesn't mean I never experience it. So there's a lot of times where I'll just be like sitting at the desk and be like, what do I do? Like, I don't know where to look. I don't know where to go. Like, <laughs> God, give me a sign. Um, and just like have those mental breakdowns. But I think as well, just knowing that you've got support and you've got people around you that care and want to see you succeed has been a lifesaver yeah definitely your determination for something like at the start there's excitement mm-hmm. and you can like go off the excitement yeah, it's like when yeah. you start anything new <laughs> there's like a nice month-long period where you're just really excited to be doing it um and then slowly like things get to start get a bit harder and mm-hmm. life comes into play and you said you picked up a full-time job after starting and it's like all those things kind of yeah. happen and it would just be so much harder to like find that motivation all the time. Like you're posting yeah. daily and like multiple times a day. It's not just like a pick it up and do it when it feels nice. Like <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But I think also, you know, having like talking to you girls and like seeing your podcast and what you've created, like getting that inspiration from other women around me has been so helpful because you get inspired by it and you're like, I want to be there. I want to join that. I want to be in that whole hype, you know? And something like, with creating anything, there's always so much more than what you initially expect. Like me and Gabby started off with being like, okay, we'll get a name, a brand, an Instagram. And then suddenly within that, there's just so many different 
layers to everything and it's just never ending and like the to-do list could just go on and on and on and like just as you think you're getting everything perfect and you like your vibe and everything's done it's like there's just always more <laughs> like to, to take it all on alone and even just to like pick up on things like I'm like Gabby and I are lucky we can use each other's brains and hold each other accountable or, like designate stuff but like yeah to fully take on each challenge and try and perfect something on your own is is even more difficult so props to you (laughs) to to flip the question of the what's been the most challenges what's been like the most successes for to do women so far the selling of the products like I had said to my partner he was like okay put a plan in place like how many do you want to sell in the first like month and I was like five maybe I don't know and he was like Nikki come on like hype yourself up so I actually think selling the products has been a massive success because I I didn't think I would sell any you're always like who's gonna listen to me who's gonna buy from me all of that so um yeah definitely the products and I also think um the help that I've gotten from other unbelievable women in the field of just like owning their own business I think it's to me that's been a success like being able to connect with these unbelievable inspiring women from other companies um when I was like doing a little business plan and seeing what successes I wanted to happen it was connecting to um these women so that's been a success for me as well I guess what was the timeline between deciding you wanted to like launch those products and then making them, designing them, getting them production? It's been like a year in the making because when I started, I was always like drawing up little like to-do lists and I've always just been like such an organized person, very neat, um, had to have things my way. So I'd always like draw up my own little to-do list and they're sitting like up here on my mood board. Um, And so they were always just sitting there. And then one day I was just like, okay, let's go. Like, let's just do it. Let's see if people want it. I know there's a market for it. People love this stationery, um, love organization, especially in lockdown. People are doing this now. So it was probably like a year. Awesome. So cool to see. So on your platform, you address a lot of issues facing young women. What do you think are the most common struggles and negative learned behaviours that many women face that you really want to hone in on tackling? It's interesting that you asked that. Um, It's a lot to do around body image. Like every action plan I'll put up in the week, um, whether it be on boundary setting or expectations or being your own hype girl or somehow talking to the women in the DMs, it is all about body image and how mean women are to themselves about their physical appearance and equating their worth with their physical appearance and I think it's just like these these learned habits and thoughts are just a product of society of ingraining into women's heads that you know your worth is your physical appearance if you have a good body if you're pretty you're worth it you're a value. People will like you. It's so sad because the eating disorders and the anxiety around just social media as well in general, like women are feeling this pressure to 
have like a highlight reel of their life 24-7 and live that 24-7 with their bodies, with their looks, with their, you know, life, everything. And it's it's so sad because it's so unrealistic and it's so unhealthy. And I hope that, you know, over time talking to these women and creating these action plans, we can come together and start you know, helping each other get out of those bad habits. I mean, there are so many body positive pages, which is unbelievable, but I think we've got a lot, a long way to go. <laughs> I don't know if you agree with that or not, but um, yeah. yeah. I remember when I was young, like magazines would always be filled of like taking the worst photos you could find of women just on the beach, women who have just had a baby, like, just to ho- yeah. and like it would always be just like slandering them or rating them out of 10 and nowadays it's like on Instagram if you ever go on the explore page there's always a photo of a Kardashian or someone and doing like them in real life versus them on Instagram and like just all always trying to create the negatives and I feel like that yeah. in itself instills such negative reinforcement because people are if they just get plastered for the way they look obviously they're going to also want to change the way they look or not represent them naturally because they don't like themselves naturally and I think the other side of that is like editing now has gotten Mm. even better that sometimes you look at people and you're like is that real or is that AI like I can't tell um and it's it's just filters yeah literally and it's just dangerous because I think people now are basing themselves off things that aren't real like you hear about cosmetic surgeons girls going in and wanting to get their eyes as big as they look on on filters and things that just aren't realistic also just like the display of what you're seeing on social media is so different to what you actually would see in real life like if you went to your local shopping center like the range of like bodies and people and like everything is so diverse but on social media I find that if you're following like Instagram models or um like yeah typical like Instagram model pages like you're gonna be seeing a lot of like one type of beauty I think the issue is that there's like very little diversity um and like even when there is diversity it's like very like selected it's not like um it still doesn't feel very like all-inclusive or real um yeah it's just like that difference between like reality and what you're seeing and I think it's never ending like doing it study now part of my master's and it's on elderly women who look at um appearance focused social media pages like on instagram of models and dieting and beauty and all of that and the impact on their self-esteem and their body dissatisfaction and it's the exact same as younger women like the eating disorders the depression the anxiety the low self-esteem so it's it's like a vicious circle it's never ending and the elder women are teaching the younger women and then it just it keeps going I found that just firstly not really following any pages that will leave me feeling worse about myself um Mm. I try to avoid but also like changing my outlook like now if I if I see someone that's like beautiful instead of comparing myself or feeling shit I can accept that they look amazing and it doesn't change anything about who I am as a person Mm. and like trying to cut that it's not like competitiveness but like just comparison like and just trying to see everybody as a unique standstill individual and like that I fit into that as well just as my own person I think that has really helped just trying to constantly reinforce that in myself it's also about as cheesy as it sounds like recognizing your like internal value um because it really does feel like with Instagram and like it's like everyone's only seeing the external but it's like I feel like confidence genuinely just like 
it's not about like thinking that you're better than anyone or that you look as good as like what you're seeing on Instagram but it's like accepting that like no I am different and like that's okay or like I might not look like the exact same in this way and that's fine um but like knowing like all your internal qualities um that are really like positive I feel I try not push that but I really try and highlight that in all of the not all of the posts but as many as I can of like look at your strengths and play to your strengths because that confidence and that acknowledgement of your value like you know it's it's um it's extremely powerful yeah completely and when you like when I notice someone and I'm like wow they're so beautiful it's often because they're like smiling a bunch it's yeah I think that beauty is like it's so interesting because we think that it's like this one standard but like what really is like when you just like project that you're like a nice positive good person like you can never beat that I feel like when I was younger I was always looking at beauty as like body Mm. like the physical appearance and now when I'm meeting someone I'm like oh my god that woman is so beautiful it's like the energy and the way like they make you feel the life that they bring I I wanted to ask you what what are some of the methods you use to try and build up women's confidence through to-do women I guess it is as well like on the action plans really trying to center it around looking at your strengths and focusing on yourself because if you're constantly looking at other women like where's the time for you where's the time and the acknowledgement and you know the value and attention for yourself um I think that's so important and it came from when I um had gone through my own experiences of an eating disorder and zero confidence and it was because I was constantly looking at other women So I was like, let's look at my strengths, play to your strengths, see what makes you different, what makes you unique and what value does that give to the world or what value does that give to your relationships or your job or whatever it is that you're doing? What are you passionate about? Because what you're doing, what you're passionate about, your talents, your uniqueness, your strength is going to be completely different to every other person in the world. And that in itself is so powerful and so beautiful. So recognize that and take it with you and and work on that. Definitely. I don't know if that really answered the question. I got really like (laughs) into that. (laughs) No, I love it. It's, It's so great to hear. Um, I could literally chat about this stuff all day it's like so nice to just feel so like empowered Um, (laughs) but what do you think that the future of to do women looks like like what are your biggest goals for it um biggest goals is um to make more products and and merch um but the one thing that I'm working on now is trying to create workshops that are centered for women 20 to 30 years old that are in this stage of like uncertainty what am I doing with my life also trying to work out like their past experiences how that's affecting them now um and like how to move forward how to create their own life how to really hone in on their talents and their uniqueness (laughs) and just like go guns blazing so that's kind of my little um thing that I'm working on now I've got my first workshop next week so I hope I start you know just getting in touch with more businesses and more women and inspire and empower them I love that we've spoken a lot about women having self-doubt and needing to care for themselves more 
what what do you see the trajectories of women supporting women as well in terms of toxic femininity and Mm. and that sort of space oh my god toxic femininity is alive and well it's kicking (laughs) um I think it's changing though I really do from my personal experience in creating to do women reaching out to women getting that support the guidance I mean I've had unbelievable experiences of the women supporting women but I can definitely still see that women are adding to this this whole cycle that has been here since thousands of years where women are fighting for that one position at the top because women were never allowed to be at the top they were never allowed to be their own business owner or have a job or earn money so I still feel like there's that like I'm competing against one another for the position at the top but you know hopefully it's changing with all these platforms that are coming up now about female empowerment and how to overcome that toxic femininity just from this conversation it does feel like times are changing and like so many people are so Mm. passionate about like empowering women and kind of like breaking down those like negative stigmas that like create that toxicity before we head in the direction of wrapping up I imagine you would have so many great tips um just in terms of like staying motivated in lockdown um and like remaining positive what would some of your main advice be routine like 100% create a routine for yourself, whether that is getting a coffee in the morning, taking a stroll around the block and coming back um, to your desk or in the nighttime, packing away all of your work stuff, putting it out of your head, just create some kind of little routine. Um, Creating like a separate workspace. So even if it's in your room, I always dress up in something different when I'm doing my work and when I'm having downtime me time. And it's just this like psychological thing that helps you during lockdown because most of us are at home, probably in our rooms. I don't have an office. So creating like a completely psychological, (laughs) like different space um, has been really helpful and connection. Just like, even if you can't go for a walk, do like a fun Zoom party of like cooking or like a Netflix party or listen to the same podcast, come back, have a chat about it because we're social creatures and especially in times of crisis, like we all want to come together and support each other, but we can't. So I think just doing like fun things that you can still chat about and, you know, five years down the track, be like, oh, hilarious. Remember when we had that, you know? cooking zoom party and you bent your hand like something to still laugh about (laughs) I love that something that my family um are gonna start doing is uh dinner parties but like with all of us but we'll base it on a country and do a trivia on that country just to kind of like make things fun eat some different food there's literally so many different things you can be doing autumn is the source of creativity so (laughs) honestly well hello like that's what to do was so (laughs) if anyone's got a side hustle out there or a passion start it now Thank you so much for joining us today, Nikki. It's been such a lovely chat. Um, It's been really motivating and inspiring for us and also just so lovely to like 
unpack the experiences that we all face and see how you're working to really help women. Oh, thanks for having me. And yeah, it's been a bit of a inspiring, motivational conversation for me too. So <laughs> thank you. Bye. Wow, well that was such an amazing chat. It was so nice to talk about topics that really do hit close to home and I'm sure would be very relatable for a lot of people listening. Nikki was just such a sweetheart and it was so great to actually sit down and talk to her. Um, as always, we'll leave all the social handles in the description below if you want to check out their Instagram page for To Do Women. Otherwise, if you're watching video, this is to do women's page so yeah be sure to give a follow share some love and support and while you're at it also follow our instagram page it's looking very sleek i must say it's just at how did you do it underscore podcast definitely do follow us there and we are so super stoked about some upcoming guests so definitely stay in the loop we're so excited yeah. yay <laughs> <laughs>